flying skills. It is from behind the barcast, the podcast for bartending, service industry, and drinking in general. I am Paxton Quigley. That is Clint Moses, and we have Sunset Kelly on the ones and twos. Wearing some fine dickies overalls today. <laughs> yeah, I like that. Like you're, you're, you're conducting the a train, a train ride on the way over here. We need a little train whistle for him. <laughs> You know, the, little wood, the little wooden one? I have seen those. And strangely. You didn't have one as a kid? Oh, I might have wore that thing out. Strangely, they sound exactly like a train. They do. They do. <laughs> I, I like the sound of the train. So uh, I don't know if you guys noticed the, you know, the, the new artwork last week uh, that we put up. Uh, also from David Smiley, uh, the the neon the, the tap, tap handle. The new tap, Man, yeah. that thing looks freaking dope. Sharp. Dose. It's on our YouTube uh, he- uh, header. Yeah, look, looking looking good. So we're gonna get a little uh, a little more involved with the YouTube stuff because I'm starting to do uh, like sort of new, fake news clips and yes, stuff. Yes, I like I like your fake news clips and uh, uploading the YouTube episodes a little earlier than week than typical because we do put our video part on Spotify, which I just figured out somehow, or my Spotify figured out I can download it before it was either you download everything you download has a video every every podcast that has one, so every Rogan is you know, two gigs. Now I can just download ours with video and not Rogan. Yeah, I was going to say, I don't know how many put, because a lot of the bigger podcasts, they uh, partition their uh, audio from video. So mm-hmm. some will only put their video onto YouTube. It was nice to listen to the, uh, Shane Gillis' podcast and like somebody was messing with him. They were like, that's not too bad. You only have one camera, though. And I was like, hey, hey, hey. <laughs> hey look Triple at that. Triple cam. Value. Triple cam. So how was your week? Anything uh, interesting happen? <sighs> Didn't work very much. It's been uh, a little... Uh, cold and rainy? A little cold and rainy. One uh, or the other or both. Yeah. Today, exactly. it's not. It was 72 degrees today. Anytime I'm not working, it's like, what a beautiful day outside. We go throw disc. We go do all this. The moment it's time to go to work, all of a sudden the fork, I, I don't even get alerts for that shit, but it's like uh, six, 69% chance of rain and it's 40 degrees today. I'm like, all right, cool. So we have all this uh, tr- uh, bridge work happening on Sibi, so I'm afraid. It's, it's over today. Today it was over. Over the preliminary? Or? Yeah, they come back in November. So I've I've been waiting and needing to go to uh, the deep south side of Savannah. So for our non-locals that don't uh, live here in Savannah, you can consider the south side as a uh, suburban uh, commercial center. It's yes, yes. It's huge. It's spread out. It's a bitch to get everywhere. It's tough to drive everywhere. It is. It's yeah. a hassle going there. And, and the traffic's bad no matter what time of day. Especially if you get there at three o'clock. If you had to go to Georgetown, just forget about it. Like, it's just so, it's shit. There's no rhyme or reason for, oh, are people going to work or getting off of work? Is there a lunch hour? Is there a rush hour? Is it's that, just busy. doesn't matter. It's just busy. It, it doesn't matter at all. But Southside is built completely different because I'm on Truman, and now in Savannah, Truman Parkway, it sort of like takes you. Sort of expressway, basically going from one end of town to the other. It was supposed to one day loop all the way around, but, uh. Hadn't got there yet, but even if it did. But it goes farther. Like, when we were young, it, they were like, here's this plan. By 2000, it'll be all the way to where it is now. And it just went to Duran and was like, we're not moving for another decade. It went to Duran for, like, the next six years and never. And never moved. And then all of a sudden, it just tripled. It, it finally got to, to, to Apricorn to, like, buy Armstrong the year after I graduated. So I would have I would either scramble through yeah. Abercorn, which I think I told about this before, like, I would go to, to school in the mornings, and I had to pass two crystals to get to school. It's, there's only three in Savannah. Two of them are on Abercorn. And some days, you're feeling weak. You pass the first one, you're like, I made it. And you're like, oh, shit, there's no line to the next one. It's so weird. Uh, typically, <laughs> yeah. typically the weak feeling at um, Crystal happens, you know, late at night, but early in the morning as well. Well, And, you, and the thing is, you don't, unless you know I have a private bathroom <laughs> on a college <laughs> campus. I had a friend that was an associate professor for a while, so I would go his room when i was taing for labs i could go use the teacher's bathrooms but when i didn't have a key to that you don't college kids ain't much better than high school kids sometimes are even worse and it's uh 
I would just go to like one of the far buildings where no one ever went <laughs> and like go poop in like the sewing center or something. Because that time is very special to me, not yeah. only because of how much I can wreck one in terms of like. Well, I'm not as, I was much less picky then. Sure. Once sure, you get the sure. bidet. Oh yeah. man, it changes everything. But so Truman Parkway, as it does take you through all these sections of town, there's exits every yeah. couple miles. So I'm behind this very large vehicle, and it is driving kind of kind of crazy. This and is during the day, though. During the day, yeah, like 3 in the afternoon, 4 in the afternoon, something like that. And I'm trying to get around it, but it goes to two lanes so much that even if you hop in the left lane for a second, someone's going to slow down. Or someone's merging in, and then they're exactly. getting over. Exactly. There's merging everywhere from the right and the left. So finally, I get around this big vehicle, and we both are at a stoplight together. I look over. This is why the South Side's built different. This dude is holding his phone up as if he's taking a picture of the sunset, even though it's not sunsetting. Whilst driving, it was an ambulance. Shut the... F God damn! He's trying to draw up some business. <laughs> I said big vehicle because I didn't want to bury the lead. When I pulled he, up. He's trying to draw up some business. Was, was like, he FaceTiming? Now that you say that, I think that's exactly what was happening. So here's the thing. I see people occasionally with a mount, the a mount phone, FaceTiming while driving. Not a good idea, but you know, you know, or they're recording the the just while they're driving in case they're, you know, we're not in Russia, but dash cams do work, and so maybe they're dash camming. But uh, yeah, but that's a dash cam, not a cellular phone. Yes. So this dude's literally holding it up, and I turned to him, and for the time that we were at the light, I was like, he must look over. He, you wanted the icon? You could be like, what? I was just like, hey, man. <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> like, are you? So then, uh, as I, uh, where I was going was Tweaks by Geeks. Shout out to them. Our, our, our buddy Toby, uh, it's his business. I was going to take the old computer in, finally, to actually get it fixed. And they called me and said, yeah, that motherboard is fried. So just bring us your external hard drive, and we'll dump all the information off of it, whatever. Ooh, some lost files. Mm -hmm. We didn't, well, see, the thing was... Uh, you were uh, constantly dumping it, though, weren't you? I was dumping most of our so podcast is episode stuff. episode 31 going to be on there or something? Yeah, yeah. It's like episode 6 through, you know, 40 or something like that. But not only that, there was a lot of uh, music bounces that I was making on Pro Tools, like my own personal recordings. Uh, uh, I was making a half-ass punk rock album, and I lost all those oh, files. Thank God that's gone. Oh, baby, it's coming back now, brother. Oh, punk rock P. <laughs> right. So going there, uh, Subaru pulls up right past me. Like, so there's certain parts where you merge. There were so many cars that everyone was like, you know what? We're all just going to, whoever's on the left, we'll let the person on the right go in. Whoever's on the Use right. The zipper? The zipper effect. Exactly. It doesn't happen very well. Coming out of Tybee, you've got to zipper in. And like, and there's people that are obviously aware of what's of how this works, and yes. then there's the idiot that wants to go ahead. And here's my thing: if you're trying to go around the zipper, I am not letting you in. You have broken the rules. You stay back there. But the, 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 what's worse though is the person in front of you is like, oh, "I'll just let him over." I'm like, "I hate you." There's nothing worse. Okay, so I don't ride anyone's ass ever. You no. Know? But when we're in the zipper situation, and I see that person trying to come up and I, infiltrate, I, I, I car block. I. I will either turn more into that lane or I will ride the person in front of me as close as possible. So there's no, you're, you're no not, possible. No, no XYZ over here. And then when they let them in, I'm like, you, 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 you've it. broken the unspoken rule. Flies down. Come on, man. So anyways, this car, I was like, uh, this person is angry. They must be like, uh, I don't know. Not necessarily. I hate, I hate to profile. It was a Subaru, right? Did you read my note? <laughs> no. You said, you said it was a Subaru. You just said that. God damn it. <laughs> Did me getting high yesterday make you high today? Oh, yeah. I think I got a... Uh, you got a contact high? I didn't, didn't even touch you yet. But I was going to ask if it was an angry lesson. But here's the kicker. The Subaru passes me or, get, you know, ends up getting past me. Every sticker on the back is coexist. Love is the best drug. And they're just angry. <laughs> uh, live, laugh, don't eat beef <laughs> you know what i'm saying don't, I was laugh. Like, don't have beef yeah, right. don't have beef i was like all right man you're you're wearing your you know i have a few stickers on my car it's on free stickers i have a sticker that says illist which is a play on titleist it's a golf golf company for those but other than that i look like a soccer mom in it you see i don't have on you don't put stickers on a bmw unless you're a turd but on my other car i only have two i've got a uga sticker 
and then the Law and Disorder sticker from uh, our friend James Hutcherson's oh, yeah. uh, p- friends that passed away. Because I got it, and I was next to my car. We received our stuff that day for Bar Olympics, and I was like, screw it, slap it on there. And, oh, and I've got one of our stickers on there, of course. What was their team name? It wasn't Law and Order. It was, it was Law and Disorder. I love it. Yeah. I love it. And shout out James, too. He's like super cool dude. Yeah. Um, he's a great guy. He's in, he's in some, some rough spots right now, but uh, hopefully he finds a kidney donor. I got to soon. see I got to see Jen the other night for a second. Uh, she always calls in and goes, uh, um, I'll uh, take the so-and-so pizza. It's for Jennifer. I'm like, okay, and we'll see you when you get here. She walks in. I'm like, Jen. It's Jen. Why do you say Jennifer? <laughs> see, I, I call her. I go, hey, it's Clint. To immediately establish who I am. So you're like, God, this guy's, this guy's on meth or something. <laughs> I, some, sometimes I, I, I was like, hey, how's, hey, how's it going? I want to get an order for delivery or pick, or for pickup. And they're like, hey, Clint. I'm like, how did you know it was me? What gave it away? It was me at all. How could you possibly? Do you remember when being when you were like pre-puberty or right going through puberty when your voice would come in and out? And I, I would answer the phone sometimes. They'd be like, hey, Marianne. I'm like, ah. But the first time someone was like, hey, Carl. I'm like, hell yeah, what's up? This is definitely Carl. How this can I help you? Carl. I don't know if I said on the podcast before, but like answering home phones way back in the day, I had a buddy, Eamon Sheehan. He lived down here. I know Eamon Sheehan. He and I he's played. He's an actor now. Like legit actor? Like I knew, legit actor. Like, I knew he moved out to like LA. He's, he's, he's got an IMDb page and credits and all. No he was, shit. He was on Blue Bloods, like every season of Blue Bloods I think he was on. No shit. Uh, with, with the Tom Selleck and Zach from Saved by the Bill, I think. I'm not sure. I don't know shit about that show. But he was, he's been on quite a few things. Like he had a couple episodes of Law and Order, some uh, Criminal Minds kind of stuff. Oh, like he's a very that. handsome man. So when I knew him playing baseball for the Arabian Bucks on Tybee Island, we'll get in more of that later if we decide to. But uh, he was our catcher. He was like a he was kind of pudgy, but he was like the nicest dude, or whatever. So we had played on the baseball team for like a year, and I was going to go to his house for a baseball function, whatever. And it was the first time I'd ever called his. Home, you know, because back then oh, was there was on, a gang of people in that house too. It was only landline, so I called, and he goes, "Hello, this is Eamon Sheehan from the Sheehan residence. How could I direct your call to one of the people sitting inside of this house that you may want to talk to?" I was like, "Whoa!" So th- he's got, I think, I think there was seven bro- seven siblings, t- t- children, one girl, and six brothers, and they lost two brothers in house fires, separate house fires. Or no, one died in a house fire, and the other one almost died in a house fire. But so, they lost a sibling, but there's a bunch of them. Cause they, they, <coughs> excuse me. I get all choked up about this. Um, they lived down the street from my mom and my, and my dad and, and horse pen. Uh, Leo did. The, I'm one of the older ones, but I've known those guys most of my life. They're all great guys. And I didn't know Sheen was such a huge uh, construction company here in Savannah. What's the, what's the name of the, uh, the museum downtown, the really big museum that I should uh, name immediately? The Jepson. Je- I was about to say Jasper. Jasper they, yeah. they did the limestone work in there and won like a silver medal in an Italian limestone award thing that they do every year. It's like the best limestone designs of the whole planet every year. When they did the Jepson, they got like silver medal in this limestone award thing. So it like blew their business up, which is already huge because they built the Jepson. Sure, yeah. That's like winning uh, like a wine award from the French. You know yeah, what I mean? And, I think- and you're in northern Atlanta. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> you're at the Genesis Winery in north of Atlanta. What's, what's that place everybody goes to where they have an Oktoberfest year-round out there? Helen? Yeah. Helen? Helen? Yeah. It's like, there's wineries near Helen, Georgia. People are always like, oh, you ever try this wine from New Jersey? I'm like, oh, I'll try it. <laughs> Have you had this Muscadine wine? I'm like, fucking oh. it's fucking beautiful. Look, there's, a, there's reasons you grow wine in certain areas. Sure. Because the, the soil is better, the, the climate. I get Long Island actually has some pretty decent wineries. But, like, look, let's just stick to the... Hasn't Maynard Keenan from Tool, like, sort of forced Arizona to have, like, a... Arizona, dec- Arizona well, northern Arizona is great for growing wine because you have a pretty similar climate you do to in uh, southern Oregon. And so he grows, like, I think six different kinds of grapes. And then New Mexico has a ton. Gruet is from Mexico. It's a sparkling. And they have, like, they're, like, one of the largest domestic sparkling companies there is. It's just the, that part of the state works out just right for the grapes to grow. They can, they don't do good with Chardonnay and Pinot in New Mexico, but they do in Arizona. Because the Cadiceus, I think, is Cab, Merlot, and Petit Verdot. So, like, and, but he has a Pinot, and he's got, I think, like, one white. He's also a weird as shit. I like how weird he is, though, because uh, he's got that Elon Musk vibe. I was where... just going to say, I want him to interview <laughs> Elon Musk with Lex Friedman. Like, 
all kinds of different monotone voices of weird of odd. He's, he's got that must vibe where uh, you'll ask him a question, and instead of answering right away, he'll he'll ponder ponder for a second. Yeah, nothing drives someone who talks really fast and quickly crazier. Than I'm like, come on, <laughs> fill the space, God, <laughs> fill the space. Hey, speaking of filling space, I'm, I'm on Twitter. Uh, Bob, you want to do fast talk king on Twitter, but. Elon Musk has fixed something that I hated with the app for a long time. It was either like chronological order or what they thought you wanted to see. It'd be like 10 minutes ago, two days ago. And I'm like, it was driving me crazy. So he fixed it. So there's two separate things now. But now when you go to the for you, which is like them assuming what you want, for some reason, there's one guy's stuff is always near the top. Elon, his shit gets kicked to the top. Oh, that's weird. He's very active on Twitter right now. Sure. And it's, uh, he's you know pushing some agendas. That's fine. But uh, I don't care that much. Of course, that, that's so weird that he might be at the top of the. Uh, I mean, he has the most, second most Twitter followers, I think, of all time. I think a, uh, um, uh, Lady Gaga, maybe, or somebody, or one of those K pop bands. I guarantee it's probably one of them K pop bands. Yeah, yeah. Because it's, I mean, like on Instagram, it's like one of those people, or Harry Styles or something. Well, YouTube has Tim a weird. Kardashian, maybe? I don't know. YouTube has a weird algorithm where I was looking for, um, uh, a creator's page, right? Because I heard he had put out a new video. So I go to his page. The video I was looking for, which was his most current, was like 12 down in the uh, in the An algorithm. It's like, what the hell? Why? If you type in the exact word, too, and you're like, where is this? It's such a weird thing. You know what else I don't understand? As I was driving through the south side the other day, <laughs> I saw th- probably four or five Little, uh, you know the yard signs that they put in people's yards for like, uh, vote, uh, vote for me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. One of those signs, except it said uh, Duke for mayor. Will buy diabetic test strips. Yeah, because they're so people get them that don't need all their test strips, and they get them with Medicaid or Medicare or whatever insurance company. And other people can't get but a certain amount of their insurance, so they'll buy them from other people. Well, do the other so people a have secondhand to, market for, for for test strips? Do other people have to test more than? I think so. I'm not up on my diabetes knowledge like I used to be, but uh, sure. But you know, sugar, I'll check that out for you. Sugar, we're going down. Um, I like when's when, when it's like we'll buy you house, or it's 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 poorly it's poor grammar, and I'm like, good, what, come on, man! Like, you, there's seven words on this sign, you couldn't get them in the correct <laughs> order. Like, I don't want you. Or you're trying to they're trying to sell something with bad grammar. I'm like, not buying it. Charlotte was telling me. Um, that they had to do like a pre-meeting this year before school started. They all had to go to the Enmark Arena, and they were putting like messages up, and, and like every time one would come up with, with poor grammar, you would hear just like a collective groan through the whole arena. Oh they're my like, god! Like, ah, <laughs> it's like who who didn't think like okay, like if I if I'm if I'm texting my sister or posting on Facebook, I will be like, I'm trying my best to make it right, and she's like, hey, this is wrong. I'm like instantly edit. She she edits our podcast for us every week. Our little synopsis. I send it to her, and some weeks she's like, "No errors." I'm like, "Yeah, got him." <laughs> things that I would normally be posting at like uh like five p.m. sharp, I don't post till like five oh eight p.m. sharp because I'm oh shit. Nope. Yeah. One thing wrong. So speaking of Charlotte, we went to Athens this weekend to see my. We did Christmas with my family. Uh, you know, because everyone does Christmas at the end of January. Yeah, of course. Um, yeah. it just kept getting pushed back. As there's a lot of. A lot of them and just a few of us. And so me, Charlotte, Sean, and my dad rode, rode together and met Lola because she was up there seeing her, her mother in, uh, in the middle of the state. So we, we drive to Athens, go to Chick-fil-A. Before we leave town, Charlotte's like, I'm going to order in the app. I'm like, when you leave your house, say I'm here because Chick-fil-A takes a little bit. The new, there's two Chick-fil-A's in Pooler that are a mile and a half apart. There's now a new one right by Costco. And we rolled up. I'm like, thank God we used the app. The line is doubled around the building. So I walk in, and I'm like, did you hit it? She's like, yeah, I hit it like five minutes ago. 30 minutes, the longest I've ever waited at Chick-fil-A for our food. And we didn't have like a crazy-ass order. We had like five things. And that was after using the app? After using the app. It was still that just crazy in there. When you use the app, do you go inside to pick it up? Yeah, yeah. So what I do is I order it, and then I immediately am like, I'm here. Because it can sit and wait as long as it wants. I just don't want to stand there. I mean, I was there long enough. I've heard it like, I like back into like a booth and started stretching. There's like nothing to do. Just waiting and waiting and waiting and waiting. It getting loose in there. Where is my chicken, Jesus? But uh, I actually had some better chicken that I'll get into later on. When but, I went uh, to get my uh, tires from Mavis, uh, I knew that they had probably forgotten about me a couple times. So I would just walk into their uh, line of sight, 
Take my leg out. Get my uh, hamstring uh, uh, just a little. I'm still here. A little, a little stretch. Um, still here. So uh, we, you know, we made great time getting to Athens. We our, our whole family. There's, there's just five of us coming from Savannah. There's 25 of them. There's 21 adults because we played a white elephant game. And uh, I misunderstood the uh, parameters. I thought it was buy a $10 thing, and I found out the day before it was like buy a $30 to $40 thing. And so my dad was bringing a half gallon of crown apple with him to give to my cousin because he bought it and no one, none of his friends were drinking it. And I was like, can I buy that off you? He's like, you can just have it. You lucked up. I'm like, hell yeah. So I put it in there with my other crappy gift. Here's the thing. If you want to, our family does pretty good. There's a lot of booze that's involved in the white elephant thing. So that's usually like the most stolen thing. And so I'm like, you know what? I'm bringing a good gift. If I get a, a good number, you want to get that gift. So the person that has the last pick takes it, then you get to pick whatever you want, you know? You know, you got to strategize some. So my thing is this. When I see something I want, I'm like the last person to get it. So it's mine, unless the number one person gets to come back to it. You take that, no fanfare. You just drag it away quietly. So mine was a uh, liter of t- the Rocks Tequila, Terra, Terra Migos, Asta, Misas. I can't remember the name of it. The Rocks Tequila, whatever it's called. Terrazos. Someone out there screaming. They're, they're, they're oh, radio. the Rocks. Yeah. The, the rock. only one I know is Casamiga. That's a clue. Um, but that, and it was an avocado chair. It was like a, like a, like a fold-up chair that goes in a bag, and it was, had avocados all over it, and it raised and lowered, and I was like, someone also didn't listen to the rules, because this is more than $40. I thought you meant it was like a papazon, but instead of being- uh, But in the shape of an avocado? Oh, my God. That would be so TM. Cool. TM. Like, TM. Trademark. No, I didn't take that. So I dragged the chair quietly in the bottle, but I knew my redneck cousin saw that crown apple come out, and the guy that had the number one, it was cool because the guy that got the, the the last person to pick basically to steal anything. It was his birthday, so it worked out great. But as soon as I saw that crown up open, I watched him. I was like, "Damn, a half gallon of crown apple? That's expensive." Whoa! And he's yeah. like, and he's twenty six. He was like, and he just kept staring at it. I sure hate to for someone to take this giant yeah. bottle of crown apple. And so here. you know, guy. we're about to leave. Charles like, you should leave that chair here for your cousin's wife, Carrie. I'm like, I want this chair. She's like, it's an avocado chair. Where are you going to use that? I'm like, and they have like. He coaches two baseball teams and soccer team. Like they spend a lot of time at ball. They have five kids between the two of them. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to hide it from her and tell her when I leave. So her husband and I that night put it in her back of her SUV. I bury it under everything in the back, and so she'll just find it sometime in the future. What a good little ground and score! So when I'm leaving, I'm like, hey, just so you know, it's the last thing I say, I left you a present somewhere in this compound. Good luck. She's like, what? Wait, no, I need a clue. I'm like, no clues. Ah, gotta go. Sorry, I'm and late so, for something. Unshout out to Kevin, though, who cracked under pressure. She was like, is that the bag the chair came in? Did he leave me the chair? And he's like, I don't know, maybe. She's like, well, if he was a good cousin, you know what he'd do? He'd go ahead and put it in the back of my truck for the next time I got to go to a game. And I'm like, bam. So she sent me a text later on that day. It was like, I found it. You're amazing. Great place to put it. I'm like, all right. Avocado, baby. So you're like the antithesis of uh, Michael Scott and their white elephant, where they were supposed to cap it at twenty bucks, and he gets like the four hundred dollar. Uh, it was an iPhone or iPad, iPod or iPad Touch. Was it somebody? Was it, that when he brought in a bike, also like a used bike? That was uh, the kid yeah, donation yeah. one. He brought in the used bike. I watched a lot of Office in the last couple of days. Um, but we had a very good time. We all, you know, gather. We do like a, this teriyaki beef. You've had that before. The one my grandfather used to do. A lot of Christmases. Yeah, and this was probably one of the best batches. That we've ever had and so you know we just we all eat and everybody kind of leaves and they're staying there kind of hang out playing beer pong getting that in the second half but uh so you just you know every now and then you just take another piece of beef or take a little one of those little Publix rolls slather a ungodly amount of mayonnaise on it a little bit of pepper I probably ate like nine sliders over the course of like 10 hours did you bring your own dukes or did they have dukes I did bring the big pepper binder no they definitely have Dukes. This is my family. Hey, hey, man. Hey, hey. Can you, you can hear me. I'm a little more country than I was when I left because being around my, my Athens family. But we had a great time. I ate way too many of those goddamn sliders, though. Actually, last week uh, after the podcast was over, I was like, there's a few words that you southerned on that I had never heard before. I was getting prepared to go to Athens. Uh, it was One of them was during. You go, Dern. 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 <laughs> Bringing out my inner Caitlin. Maybe I saw her that day or something, and it stuck to me. You you talked to her for five minutes, and you're like, well, God damn, man. Well, uh, someone, uh, Aaron, our newest. Uh, Aaron uh, Pickleschmier? Pickleschmier. I was like, sorry, Clint butchered your name. But it's not like her name. Her last name was Jones. I was like, Jojones. Well, no, actually, she was like, no one's ever gotten it right the first time, so I, I, I'm not mad I think about as you it. said that, and I looked at it, it was like, is it Pickleschmier? And like, they were like, yeah. I was like, uh. She came to the kitchen last night, and uh, someone in the kitchen pointed out, like, 
you sound Southern as hell today. And I was like, she's from Indiana. And they're like, no, this is different. And I was like, oh, Caitlin's been sitting out there at the outside bar with her for the past 20 minutes. <laughs> I think there's some osmosis. So, uh, <laughs> some, some country so I met up with um, Mr. Taylor Todd yesterday, who's been in Arkansas for the past like seven or eight years. <laughs> Thank God. Um, <laughs> and uh, so he had told me he was going to bring he me was a, a bottle. Egg, for those of you that aren't from here, he was a bartender at for a while. He was the original outhouse guy when the when the dugout was in his pre- previous position when it was when it was dug out when it was the actual dugout yeah over on the other side so uh he had promised me to bring a few bottles i have one of them because the second bottle tsa broke shut up on his flight here that sounds like poor packaging uh, so I've, I've packaged a lot of bottles travel before i went to long on for a wedding and i took a whole suitcase full of alcohol with us like a bunch of wine and stuff and I'm, look, I just over, it was like nine bottles. And so we didn't bring any liquor. You can buy liquor up there, but, we, but it was nine bottles of wine. And so everything was bubble, towel, duck. I mean, we were opened it up at their house. They were like, what in the holy hell is going on in the suitcase? Well, see, I think he took the proper precaution because he does work with and for distributors. Oh, okay. So he knew what he was doing. I think they were uh, haphazardly pulling them well, out. If they, if they search your bag too, they may be like, they may open up. The whole packaging and yeah. the entire packaging is because really... he had the carrying case with the individual sleeves in it and stuff. Oh, like that. so yeah, so TSA was like, oh. I'll just throw it back in or whatever. So it's That's empty, also. That's weird. So it's a great story. Um, so he goes. Uh, they sell a lot of uh, this particular brand's uh, tequila and mezcal. So they uh, Oaxaca. So it's for it's from Oaxaca, O A X A C A, but, but it's spelled W A H A K for us for us gringos up here. So uh, they were like, "Hey, do you want to come down?" It is uh, hand hand numbered. Hand numbered. I'm gonna uh, tell you why. Oh three five. This is the thirty fifth bottle. I'm gonna tell you, you. Tell it's hand labeled because the label's a little askew, a little, a little wonky. Yeah, I'm gonna tell you exactly why it's like that. So. They take him down there, and uh, he watches the process happen. And the thing that I learned, so you see the worm in there? Is it all the way completely yeah, intact? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Here's something that I learned from him yesterday. So Plug out, the worm? Out of um, 100 uh, agave plants that are in a place, whatever, typically those worms will only uh, live inside of one of them. Okay, so is they, that like the golden plant? No, it's the plant that you do not harvest okay. first. Because if you mess with that... that oh, the, the boys come out? If you mess with that agave, then they'll spread to the... It'll spoil the rest of the... Oh, okay. The so batch and You the, leave the beast untouched. Exactly. You har- Now, that agave has ruined the one with all of it in it, but you harvest everything else around it, and then you pull all of those uh, worms out of it to put into the rest of your bottles of Did you already opened this yeah. no i haven't opened it somebody has nope it just got twisted yeah okay. I'm a, so i smell it on the air i'm gonna make a face so then the second the second nomer of how you know it's good mezcal is when you put the worm in it if it doesn't disintegrate or break apart oh okay. that means there's no ethylene or something one of the one of the uh chemicals has been re- removed from it i'll know more about mezcal next week i, I know some of the process yeah but I'm not. It's my least favorite liquor. And I know we've had it on the show but before. You're drinking white wine, so I'll drink that. So we're not going to drink it this week. So we would like our uh, listeners to send yes. us in a few uh, mezcal rec- recipes. Mezcal recipes. So let me go further. So Taylor Todd goes down there for the Day of the Dead celebration because he's his company has sold so much of this. They're like, hey, come down, you know, spend a couple days with us, watch us harvest, and it's definitely on the house too, which is nice. Exactly. Watch this bottle do all this. All, all this. They go, uh, hey, uh, pick your next barrel that you want us to send up to you. Shut up. He was like, uh, oh, uh, sure, I'll go in there. They come. Do a little tasting that each one? No. He picked the barrel before they put the liquid in it. Oh, that's cool. Because he said normally they'll be like, uh, here's samples from all the barrels. Okay, pick yeah, the barrel yeah, that yeah. you want. They're like, no, 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 no. Pick your barrel. Pick your actual barrel. That's cool because you could pick one that like you like the way that you know the wood is is tattered or whatever. How good it's charred, how whatever. Yeah, that's dope. So they put it in. Yeah, he's there. doing good in Arkansas. I'm glad he's, to hear. He's doing very well. Well, He wasn't doing right here. So they put it in there, and he was like, uh, um, how, "How long do I wait for this?" They're like, uh, "You'll get your sixteen cases in 
three weeks or whatever. Dope. Their barrels, I thought a barrel would get like, I don't know, like 50 bottles out of it or something like that. It should be 128, right? Like that, that. I learned that from him that day. It's yeah. 128? I mean, something like that. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, oh, it's like, wait, wait. Because uh, yeah. it's different because wine is in a smaller bottle. And, so, and you could do liters and 750s. Though. Well, and uh, certain barrels of like Jack Daniels, they use much larger barrels. Yes. What we I, should get one and put the barrel around us. Be a barrel of laughs in here, if you know what I mean. Live inside <laughs> of the barrel. So, oh, so the reason it's numbered is because this is the only mixture and the only barrel from this production. Also, what he told me was, I didn't understand this, but just like in France, uh, the Champagne region, they're the only ones that can call it Champagne. Correct. I thought the rules in Mexico were as long as it was from Mexico and made from blue agave. It's tequila. It has to be uh, produced or from like, Jalisco. Jalisco, yeah, right. Yeah, it has Jalisco. to be produced in Jalisco. Yeah, because anything else is mm. like when we went to Cancun and all that, we stopped and they were, had been, you know, they showed us the process, but they weren't making it right there. You know, it's made here, but they also, you can buy, you know, tequila like stuff there that's been made, you know, in someone's backyard by legal immigrants. <laughs> I just thought it was as long as it was blue agave and that it was made in Mexico. So is mezcal only from Hawka? See, I don't, I don't know about that particularly, but the reason he's getting so much mezcal now is because the tequila industry is going to die pretty soon because of, not die, but. It's going to take a dip because there's a lot of tequila out there now. Because of, the, because of those restrictions. And so just like uh, bourbon, if you want to age tequila, Añejo has to age for a certain time and they can't uh, keep up with the demand that's pretty dope though um do you know what a person that makes mezcal is called because i just learned this on the side of this bottle el quimador Al alberto morales a fifth generation maestro mezcalero how dope is maestro mezcalero i'm changing my name to that i am the name of this episode <laughs> there's, there's a horsefly on you i can't stop staring at him the We're going to take a break and kill a scouting horsefly before I jump over there and knock Actually, we'll name the next episode. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so uh, Maestro, Maestro when we come back, we'll talk about some beer pong and I did up in Athens. And let's just say, you don't want none of this shit. Hey. hey. Welcome back. Welcome back. We had a little charcuterie on the break. The oh. package on the front of it said charcuterie. I was like, well, no mystery what this is. And I brought some uh, aged Vermont white cheddar and some Havarti. Both pretty much white cheddars, but I love white cheddar. It's one of my favorite, like, average cheeses. Like, I like goat cheese a lot. I really fall in love with blue cheese, but I really like white cheddar. So when I go to the Kroger sec, the the ch Kroger cheese section, the department, the the mansion of cheese, it's too much. Here's the thing: you go there, right adjacent to it is the Kroger bar. Oh yeah, yeah. Where people are drinking at three in the afternoon, and they're not there to drink in terms of just getting drunk. They're there to be seen and to see. Yeah, I mean, it, it's wide open. There's no wall. There's a wall, and it's the bright. I mean, it's brighter than an office building in there. Yeah, it's a little. You're not getting drunk at a bar that bright. It's not. Like, huh, another drink? No, thank you. I can see every part of my body. So I don't know if people just don't buy brie that much, but every time I go to that section, there's a giant wedge. On, on sale? Of brie on sale. I would I would wager that I think brie does expire faster than other cheeses. Because it's so soft? I don't know. <laughs> if you know, please tell me, Danny. Um, So, I get that giant wedge and I eat skin and all. I don't care. I don't. Right. Speaking, yeah. speaking of things. It's not really rind. It's kind of powdery. It's like, now the, the outer edge, I don't eat. No, no, put that but, in your coffee. But the top edge, fine. But if you're I, gonna bake it though, you want that outer edge on there. I used to go over there just to look in the like the five dollar box or whatever they call it. Yeah. You know, it's with like, the orange and yellow sticker, like eat this now. It's the off cuts where it's like a, a oh. cheese I've never heard of, and it's uh, two dollars for this little chunk of it. I'm like, yeah, hey, I'll give it a try. London fog. No, I don't like it. <laughs> <laughs> the things we do like though are our Patreon subscribers. Thank all of you guys. Um, we, uh, got a notification from Patreon. If you make more than $600 in a year, you have to pay, do a, a, a file of 1099 and file tax. So we got an LLC set up, did all that. 
thank you, whoever in the IRS did this. The first time I probably ever said thank you in IRS in the same sentence. They have passed a rule this year, unless you make $20,000, you don't have to file taxes. So, But we did a lot of bookkeeping and keeping track of the money we spent and how we spent it. So if you know if we should do our taxes to itemize, maybe get money back, help us. Because if you can hear us talking about it right now, he ain't saying shit, and I really ain't saying shit. It's just words coming out of my mouth. So we would like some help if you're really good with tax stuff and understand how write-offs work for a LLC. Holler at us. If you don't, shut the fuck up. Um, so... But thank no, you, Patreon subscribers. No, hey, cool. Thank you for listening. And uh, we're well under 20 grand. <laughs> well under 20 grand. Please help by subscribing at patreon.com uh, forward slash from behind the barcast. Speaking of our Patreon listeners, shout out Travis Udon from Udon Sports on Twitter. Travis Udon on social media. He's going to be on next week with us. We are going to have him on next week because some spicy things have happened of, now. Of the hot grits podcast. Hot grits podcast. If Paxton you, wants you to vote for for Connect Savannah Best Podcast. Yes. Vote for him best podcast in savannah because the literally the first time i listened to him i was like no one is filling this niche of like smart sports coverage yeah. of local sports also but also you know uh, like local high school sports in, in in the savannah greater savannah area and falcons hawks dogs 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 you know and him being a good dude Got him in some hot water, which it shouldn't have. No, he was being a great guy, and he's going to come on and tell us all about that. He's very he, – he writes for Connect Savannah as well. He's the one that helped us you know, get deeper information on the noise ordinance thing. And so he's a very articulate gentleman, and he's a, a good guy. And he got uh, some shit from a shithead named Elmo. That's your clue of who that guy is. So, so tune in next week for that because – not only is he our friend, and we know him personally, and he's been a huge help to our podcast in terms of understanding, you know, how yeah. to market and whatever. But the thing, the things that have happened to him lately, because he's a stand-up guy and doing what he's yeah he's 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 been in, he's had some spicy podcasts the last couple of spot podcasts they've been great. Go back check out the one week before last we talked about the BC thing last week near the end of the podcast yeah. one and two on the Patreon. That happened, and then even in spicier week on last week's podcast, so check it out. Um, and if you're a if you're a parent at all <clears throat> of kids in sports, it it will it will it, you, it'll hit it'll hit you in the right way. Exactly, it'll grab you by the arm and point you in the right direction. So, speaking of arms in the right direction, we had a little beer pong action at Christmas in Athens with the family. Uh, late, 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 late Christmas. Yes, late, late Christmas. Uh, Post MLK Day Christmas. So. It's all the kids, all five of the kids are still awake. There's still quite a few adults hanging around, and we decide we're going to play beer pong, and they have like a, a stone table. Let me tell you something. I don't, you don't play a lot of beer pong on solid surfaces that don't move. There's always some rocking and knocking and whatever, and this was kind of nice. It was a little farther than you normally want, but so they set up, and that, the, the only unfortunate part about this was they set up four, three, two, one. So we're playing 10 um, instead of just... Three, two, one, to six. Okay. So it takes a little longer. So we're trying to teach the kids. So we, we play a couple games, and then the kids want to play because we're watching us have a good time. And the other kids, I introduced them to Fortnite, so they're over there playing Fortnite. So it's just, it's kind of, I'm just trying to distract the children. So we're like, we'll teach the kids how to play beer pong. But obviously they're not drinking beer, but you know we were doing the right thing. Beer pong tips here. When you play beer pong, have water in all the cups. You can have a dunk ball if you want. Drink out of your own drink. Instead of drinking dirty cup water, because there's anything on the floor, no matter what, is still in those. And when you're 21 in college, you need to get your, you know, build up your immunity. But as a 40 year old person, don't just just let, leave the water. So I've watched beer pong games happen a lot in my life. Never participated in many because you have to be with people to do that. You have to what? be with people to do that. Oh yeah, that is true. <laughs> Definitely not something I'm used to. Yeah. At the same time, uh, playing games to get drunk, I'm pretty good at doing that for myself. That's my thing. It's like you'll be over there and someone will, like you'll take one of their balls. You're like, yeah, y'all drink, and you're like on your own side. And like it's, but we we teach the kids, and you you had a very uh, poignant statement about uh, that. Poignant statement. So Clint texted me uh, yesterday, the day before. Sat it was Saturday evening because mm -hmm. we we were gonna have a little chat. Uh, when you got off work, and I was like, hold on, I'm in the middle of some beer ponging. He was like, I'm going to Athens. I was like, uh, Greece? You know, obviously, 
And then he goes, uh, no, uh, I'm going to visit some family. I immediately, immediately felt bad. I was like, oh, shit, is there like a medical emergency that you have to go to Athens for? <laughs> No, Thankfully it was not with his family. Finally, uh, no, it was just a uh, secondary uh, yes. Christmas uh, celebrations. So, teaching the kids to play beer pong, mm-hmm. and you, very astute observation, I, I would say. So he was like, "Hey, I'll talk to you later. I'm teaching the kids to play beer pong." I was like, "I could steel man or straw man this argument right now, but I'm going to steel man this argument. Uh, it's better to teach the kids early how to play and win beer pong because, in turn, they will end up drinking less." Because they're better at beer pong. Because they're better at beer pong. It made them to play more, though. So then it could be a double-edged sword. Possibly. It could be shotgunning out of both ends of the beer. Speaking of shotgunning out of both ends of the beer, I brought my cousin a gift. We don't, we don't do, like, person-to-person gifts, but he hosts, so we always try to bring him something. So I brought him something cooler than what anyone brought him. And I waited for half the people to leave before I brought it out. It is called the Shot Fun. It is a shotgun. You open it up. It's not a, it doesn't fire bullets. You open it up, you put the beer in there, just 12-ounce cans, and it has a little trigger to pop the, 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 the tab where you'd open the beer. You, so you close it, latch it. When you cock it, it pops the beer. And you grab the trigger, open the back, pull the trigger, airflow, beer down throat. I have never shotgunned a beer so fast in my life. So the trigger was essentially the carb. The trigger, basically, the beer's coming a little bit, and the trigger's the carb, yeah, and then the beer just flows. Okay. And it, so the, and it, and it I mean, I was like, am I, I'm done. Oh, my God, I'm done. It, like, it just, it, it really opens your throat in the right way. <laughs> so I bring this thing out, and it, it I mean, you want to you know, see how many beers are gone in 30 minutes? Like, all of a sudden, this can, this, this trash can that had three beers in it, I walked back out, I walked inside for 10 minutes, came out, and was like, you want me to take the trash out, guys? Because he's like, well, he did two, I got to do two. He did three, I got to do three. And it's just boom, 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 boom. Dude, some homeless work person walked beside there, and they are like, oh, that's $30 at the yeah. recycling center it, right it, there. It, it, it happened fast. When you said serious. the beer shotgun. Shotgun. I, I was imagining and Always Sunny in Philadelphia where they had the tequila gun. Oh, yeah, yeah. But all it was was pull the trigger, and then that tiny bit of tequila yeah. fell out. I thought that your shotgun was co2 filled it's and just blast beer and, you, and you and you pull the trigger You're chucking champagne at the bottle bro <laughs> and it's just, ah! i had a completely it shoots, it shoots the whole 12 ounces of your mouth at one time meant for porn stars only i was like that is that is gangster then well you know who else was probably doing some shotgun and some beers over the uh weekend National champion Stetson Bennett has been arrested. Now, so I texted you this after I found it out the other night, knowing that you already knew. Yes. Well, at least you knew I already knew because a bunch of people were like, hey, you see this? I'm like, I did. I am all, I knew about it. Look, I'm the one that called the media, okay? Kirby called me and was like, take care of this for me. (laughs) I'm just saying, we had been texting for a little bit and I was like, and then I saw it. I was like, holy shit, did you see Stetson Bennett got arrested? No response. I was like. (laughs) I was tired of responding to it because I had been responding to it all day. And trust me, I wasn't expecting a response. <laughs> I never, never, ever, ever, ever will feel guilty about not responding to you. Like today you text me like, what you time? Shouldn't. And like 40 minutes go by and you were like, question mark? And I was like, I was in the middle of doing like a project with yeah, my yeah, dad yeah. and was like, I'm in the middle of something. I got, but I was like, I'm going to wait for him a second. Like I saw the first one and was like, I'll make him sweat for 40 minutes. And then the thing is, you wait 40 minutes you're like, hello? And I'm like, well, how do you think I feel? When it's like, it's been three days. Kelly and I are worried we're having a candlelight vigil over here to see if Paxton's okay. My perception of time is different. Paxton's in his house actually you. using candlelight to hide from us in case we drive by. <laughs> I turned on the lights off. <laughs> he has, has a candle-powered computer. So Stetson was 38 miles from Texas Christian University and outside of Dallas, Texas. Time one, two, three, and four on. And was drunk apparently at 6 a.m. Running down the street, banging on people's doors, and running away. I don't think he was doing touchdown celebrations. He'd done enough of those to, in the state of Texas. But the cops came, and apparently he said he was trying to get into his buddy's apartment. And they're like, well, how much you had to drink? He said, officer, I've only had two natties. They were back-to-back. <laughs> Hi-ya! Cold-blooded! Cold, but the poor guy just cost himself millions of dollars because his draft stock was already kind of questionable because of his, his size, which is weird because Bryce Young's not much bigger than him, but because of mobility. Um, I guess he gets a little more of Setson's mobile too, but Setson's going to be a great guy to help run practice squad because he's smart, can run a team already, and he'll come in with maturity that 
most quarterbacks sure. coming don't have. But he probably went from I was hopefully a third or fourth round pick. Sorry, Georgia fans that wanted to think he was a first rounder. He wasn't going to be. But third or fourth round, you're going to be an agent for somebody here. Saying yeah. this is where you get holler at me. Well, fast the, talking on Twitter. The only discussion I've heard about him in the draft pick since was when I was at work for eight seconds yesterday, and. <laughs> My buddy Trey was like, uh, he'll probably get drafted in like the fourth or fifth round, something like that. Not because of the arrest or whatever. Like, like take that. Yeah, out. that's Just, where I was about at. Was but then uh, Danny Doc Ryan from Huckapoos, he goes, he chimed in. That's weird. He goes, well, I mean, this is in person too. He goes, he goes, no man, like uh, he's definitely not getting drafted that early. And I was like, I was like, what about Tommy Brady, buddy? Like he wasn't that mobile or that. Well, you know, he was, whatever. But he was in Michigan for three. <clears throat> But then Danny goes, was he 25 years old? <laughs> and then it clicked with me. I was like, if you're 25 before you're in the NFL. But see, the thing is, you're not drafting a guy like Stetson for a long-term thing to have him be your 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 your, your number one guy forever. You're drafting him to have him helping out. Because the, the, the second string and third string quarterback are basically assistant coaches. Yeah, They're holding clipboards. They're helping during plays. The quarterback is the most involved player, no matter starter or not. And he has so much experience that he'll be valuable, that valuable, you know. He can take his experience in Vietnam to <laughs> to the field. Well, yeah, he, he, he's going he's gonna to be definitely. But even Tom Brady, he was just sitting there until Drew Barrymore got uh, injured. Yeah. <laughs> she, boy, she took it hard. Knocked her tits right off. Think of people who knock tits off. You know who really doesn't like boobs? Sunset, <laughs> Kelly on the ones and two. You gotta leave it in. You gotta leave it in. You gotta leave hey, it in. Hey, man. You know what Paxton just did? <laughs> what Paxton just did right there? Oh, shit. The I'm the Karen of the week. Kelly gets his first kiss. I'm the Karen of the week. Gosh. Uh, oh, if you're not, if you weren't just watching, back it up a little bit on Spotify and turn it on. There was a lot of. Uh, a lot of activity in here in the studio. I love boobies of all shapes and sizes. I don't care. <laughs> he, said, he said it like you were four. I, I just want them. Anyways, uh, what's the milk thing? So, Paxton, do you have a Darren, Karen, or I do have a, a Sharon? Would that be a transsexual Karen and Darren? A Sharon? Is there Sharon both sexes? Oh! Wow. We need a trademark. Name. We we need a name for that, and also we need a name for. An entire restaurant being uh oh yeah well the flock of Karens or something like that yeah well well if you have any ideas hit us up yeah so, well, so did you have a Karen or a Darren I do have a Darren on the same trip that I went to the South Side the other day I was coming back and I was gonna get some groceries to bring home and eat doing my normal thing I get into line and there's a eating your normal thing huh eating yeah. your normal thing I get into line and there's a gentleman in front of me. And he has a shopping cart. That's nothing crazy or weird. People have shopping carts in a grocery store. In a grocery store, but I'm behind. Carriage. But I'm a, I'm behind him. Now, he looks. He's got a he's got a paper mask on, and he's got a hat, not unlike the hats that I wear, like a flat brim, snapback, snapback, but it's facing forward. I was like. Oh, this is like a almost retired dad that's trying to reclaim his uh, his youthful appearance. No you know? tent to those windows. And he's gotcha. got uh, he's got basketball shorts on, like Jordan esque shoes. So as, wall, like Wall Jordans, Walmart Jordans, kind of. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. So when I get a vision of what's in his entire shopping cart, it is one DVD. Listen. <laughs> You aged him, right? In the place where you put a child, you know, like the the flip. That's where the DVD is. The, yeah, that's where keep the, that DVD safe. That's where the DVD is. It's a uh, the first three seasons of like Game of Thrones or some shit like that. So he pulls a DVD out, sets it on the little it costs more than four months of HBO Max. Yeah, okay. <laughs> conveyor belt, whatever. It rolls through. I was like waiting for him to start taking other things out of this entire shopping cart. Now at Kroger, they have the the miniature shopping carts, which are like... Uh, yeah, the bass cart. This was the full Monty. Puts his Game of Thrones seasons one through three with uh, DVD extras onto the conveyor. It goes down. They say yeah, it's uh, $4.95. So he goes, uh, 
I need the uh, senior discount. They're like, uh, oh, the the dude didn't understand. He was like, do you have a rewards card? He goes, no, 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 no. The senior discount. Which is 5%. I don't know what the. It's probably 5%. He goes, okay, well, let me see your ID. As I look at this dude, he's dressed like a 10-year-old, essentially, with this. <laughs> With this flat bill Los Angeles hat on, his fake Jordans, and he goes, I don't have my ID, but I'm old enough to get the senior discount. The guy says, sir, we do offer a senior discount with a Kroger card or an ID or blah, blah, blah. A bunch of stuff that doesn't cost him or anything. <laughs> so this happens for like, I don't know, two or three minutes, which seemed like an eternity to me because I had like six items. This is about to be an eternity to me. And I was like, I'm about to pull, pull $5 out of my pocket, slip it to the cashier. Please expedite this. Can we make this happen as fast as possible? Like the, this story? Yeah, <laughs> yeah sorry. Oh. Getting a little warm over here. The guy takes his own Kroger card out or whatever, the cashier. Oh, and scans it for him? His, or his whatever card scans it. Just to move it along? Just to move it along. It was four ninety seven original price for the four, Game of Thrones four seventy one or something. Three ninety eight. Woo! That's a dollar, baby. You can do with a dollar? <laughs> Fuck off. That's what you can do with a dollar. <laughs> I'm a senior. I'm gonna get my dollar. I know exactly what you can do with a dollar. Speaking of seniors, so we've got a listener, Karen or Darren. I want we want to shout out a uh, little uh, little little ass eating Caitlin. <laughs> Cooter Brown herself, thank you so much for the story. We speak, I told you we speak very kindly of you. And we love our listener, Karens and Darrens. Yes. So uh, this is actually a Darren, but because she likes the wig so much and she's such a she's an esthetician, so I'm going to get the hair right for her. So this looks a little better than her hair, but yeah, it's pretty good. So An esthetician? <laughs> an esthetician. An esthetician is somebody who puts asleep people who cut hair. An esthetician is like someone who does hair, nails, and makeup. Esthetician. It's an esthetician. Whatever. Look it up. Look at wait, 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 wait. You're speaking. You just wanted me to keep this damn wig on. No, no. You're speaking this. a little quick, which is weird. Esthetician. 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 E s t h e t i c e i a n. Okay, I just thought you said anesthetician. An, an, an esthetician is a trained technician who specializes in skin beautification. Anyway, so where the hell were we before you just side-railed me into wearing this wig for longer than I want to? Um, Wait, is this because of what we're drinking this week? We never got to where we were drinking. Oh, well, yeah, God, yeah. I'm doing it to myself now. We'll get to that after this. All right. Gas Station Darren, old GSD. Our friend Caitlin, <laughs> she swings by the Parker's on in Thunderbolt. Um, I think she was leaving the farm or some shit. Uh, stopped by to get something. And the guy in front of her... Uh, you remember the story too, right? Because I'm like, I'm going to fumble through it a little bit here. I think gave the woman a 20 or 10 instead of gave her a 20. All right. One of his change. This is the story goes. No. Then you tell. Get, go. All right. You, you start and I'll fill in gas. I've heard that? a different story. You go, all right. Well, it's gas station Darren. Maybe I misheard the story. I thought he paid for X amount of oh, gas. Oh, okay, yes. You're correct. Okay. Thank. I'm sorry. I need to. Okay. Uh, sorry. Uh, Whoops! Back to Clint. Anyways, Kelly does, apparently does not hit titties. Um, it's Karen. God, Clint, Aaron, Claren, if you will. Anyways, so the guy paid for gas. Paid for twenty five dollars worth of gas on his card. Only can pump twenty one dollars of gas. Now, did he pay at the? Pay to the pump. Okay. Okay. At the pump. Okay. Gotcha. Prepaid yeah. to the pump, I guess. Yeah. Either way, pay with the card, and goes inside and goes. I couldn't put all this gas in my car. I would like the money back in cash. And she's like, can't give it to you. The nice one behind the counter, I can't give it to you. I, it, it'll come back on your card. It's just going to take. If you hung the pump up correctly. Correctly. It will be back on your credited card. to your to card. To your card. It's just going to take 36 hours. And he's like, I need that money right now. Right now, I need that money. I'm just telling the story as Caitlin had told me. I need that money right now. And he's like, she's like, I can't give it to you. Like, I'm sorry. Like, this is not. He's like, well, let's take the manager. She's like, I am the manager, sir. And I appreciate if you would oh. be a little nicer to me. And she's trying to quell the Darren. But sure. when the Darren is rising, the Darren is rising. Like the temperature of my forehead right now. <laughs> and drinking and wearing a wig, not, not the best idea. Um, 
he gets more and more irate, and she's more and more to calm down. And and Caitlin's behind him, and she's thinking, I'm probably just throw four dollars up on this goddamn counter right now to get him out of my damn way. Boot scoot and boogie and move. <laughs> so he he goes, not to be stifled. He goes, you know what? Then I'm taking all these lighters and grabs handful of lighters, and Darren runs out of the store with the lighters because he took way more than four dollars with the lighters. <laughs> he's like, you won't give me my money. I'm getting more. Here's the question, Darren. Are you going to sell those letters to get your $4? Or are you just a piece of shit? You're a piece of shit. Here's another thing. You know how much it costs to fill your tank up with gas? If, if you're budgeting, un- underpay. It costs a lot to fill your tank up with gas. If you stick your card in and you can't fill your car up, that's a win. Yeah. yeah. Honestly. Yeah, just drink the rest of the gas. Come on. <laughs> Don't be a pussy. <laughs> Speaking of drinking the rest of your gas. And do you know how much Bic lighters cost? If he took more than three of them. He came up <laughs> in the world. He came up in the world. Come on by my house, Darren. So speaking of getting gas, on the way back from Athens, there's a place in Dublin, Georgia, downtown Dublin, Georgia, called Jack's Hamburgers. It's an old hamburger place. The menu, six kinds of burgers or six or seven kinds of burgers, six or seven kinds of hot dogs, chips, soda, Water. That's everything on there with the price tag to it. They're sliders. They're, they're regular size stuff. But the meat is about the size of a half dollar uh, for you kids out there. It's about an inch and a quarter across and about that equal thick almost. They're, they're little like they're little nuggets pretty much. You can get a single, double, or triple. You can get cheese, extra pickles, all that stuff. So I, don't know, I usually call ahead and get four triples and two doubles or maybe more. I'm not going to embarrass myself. So you've been to this place before? I've been going to this place for 15 years. And it's been around for twice as long as that probably. So we always try to make it a point when we're going to a Georgia game, hit it one way, upper, upper back. So you, they were open seven days a week, pandemic hit, they went down to six. They've been back to seven the last few times I've been by there. Usually you're coming home on a Sunday. It's good hangover food. Plus, you're closer to your toilet at home from Dublin to Savannah than you are Athens <laughs> to Dublin. we're getting to it. Because, <laughs> look, they're homemade sliders, but it doesn't matter. Slider slide in and slider slide out. Hence the name. Especially when you're hungover. I'm not sure if it's the sliders or my drinking that did that. But, so I am, we're getting close. I'm like, well, I'm going to call. We're close. We're going to order because we're trying to get home because Sean's a Niners fan, my brother-in-law who's driving. I'm like, we want to get him home for the game. Because they're like, we got to get up early to go for Sean's game. I'm like, I will be out of bed and ready to go 10 minutes before that because I understand getting home for a game. So, and it's raining. So we got to like, all right, we got to make up some time. So I start calling Jack's about 25 minutes out. We decided to make sure they're open, even though it says on their Facebook page. And on, the, on, on Google, they're open on Sundays from 11 to 4. Every other day, it's 11 to 6. And I'm like, well, maybe we should call. So here's where Darren comes in. Jack Darren himself, but Jack, you will redeem yourself next time we get one of them tasty sliders. Um, I call. Goes right to the message. The number you have reached da, 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 is not in service. I go to make sure on the website. I look at pictures of the restaurant. because Jack's is about as wide as the space we sit in and about 300 feet long. It's just a sliver of a building. And no answer. Call again. I want to say I only called a few times, but I called 10. And at 10, I was like, Shit, we're, getting, we're getting close, and we're trying to you know, move things along. So I was like, what, what's the business next to Jax? So I called Your Pie. And Jax only redeemed because of the woman at Your Pie. And I called and said, y'all know Jax is open today? Mama wants some sliders, but you know, she ain't going out in this damn rain. And this sweet girl said, well, did you look it up on the internet? And I said, yes, ma'am. I, I looked it up, and it said they're open on their Facebook page and on Google. And she's like, well, you know what, honey? Let me, let me check real quick for you. And I'm like, all right. She goes, I'm going to look it up online. And I'm like, that's ah, not what I want. But I'm already in this character that I can't drop. And I'm also in the car with my sister and my brother-in-law who are trying not to kill us because they're laughing, like holding, stifling laughter. <laughs> and so she goes, I'll look it up on my phone. I was like, it's right next door. Just walk to the window and look outside. Just step I don't out think the your door. pie's jumping off at eleven fifty on a Sunday. So um, she goes on her phone and goes, it says they're open. I'm like, oh, man, thank you so much. And God bless you. Have a blessed day. And so I'm like, all right, Jack is redeemed. This woman has done this. She's sweet. She's nice. We get we pull up in the parking lot and I the car is barely in park. Clint's out the car, running to the door. I want one day it's moving too. I am starving. Without all those sliders I ate. The previous night with that meat was at like 11 o'clock. It's been 12 and 13 hours when you've been drinking all night. You're not going to, you know, screw the fast. Let's get, let's get this going down. And I walk, run up to the door. Yo, it's closed. I don't run back to them. And they're like, ah, ha, ha. I'm like, I'm not kidding. I am pissed. So we jump in the car. I'm like, God damn, what are we going to do here? 
So I start doing a quick little Googling. Second best burger in, 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 in downtown Dublin. Uh, I should have just called Caitlin because she's from Cochrane, which is in the near area. Dublin's the big city to where she's from. So it's like, you know. I you know about in, Dublin. You live in Tiger Ridge. Lawrence County. Rinkin is the city there. next to you. So she's like from Tiger Ridge, kind of. And we're you know, from Rinkin. She'll have to look that one up. And so I go online and the place called Hometown Grill. One of the best burgers in town. Let's go there right now. We have burgers on the mind. We pull up. Hometown Grill signs outside. Then a little drive there. Oh, sweet. Walk in. Nope, it is a soul food buffet. Brother winning. I don't know about you other white folks don't know about this, about in the middle of Georgia and the country areas. If you walk in on a Sunday afternoon at 12.05 and you're the only white person in the room, you have, sir, stumbled into the right location to have food. It works in in Asian restaurants, Mexican restaurants, (laughs) but the most prominent place is a soul food restaurant. Especially at 12.05 on a Sunday. They're waiting on that church crowd We're, to come that's in, the thing. brother. I'm like, guys, we got here at the right time. We only have two more hours till black church gets out to get to get out of here. So we, we and I'm like, oh, my God, I'm so excited. And so Charles like, where's the menu? I'm like, it's a buffet. And so, like, we're going to buffet. And she's like, one smell of the air. You could smell that sweet fried salt and chicken. Like, you're putting <laughs> salt in that fryer because everything was, whew, oh, it was salty. But, man. I've never heard of seasoning the fryer with salt God, first. Were, that's I think they were just putting salt to the air conditioning. It was salty <laughs> as hell in there. And so I woke up, and she's like, what can I get you, honey? I'm like, ah, I, I almost came right then. So I have found she goes, I all I got, right I went she goes, all I got is thighs and breasts. I was like, well, and I didn't say I'll take a titty to her because this is a God-fearing woman. They're playing the gospel of Christ above us. And I said, I said well, how long till get some of them legs out here? She goes, how long them damn legs? And I, I'm just... I'm I'm starting to sweat. I'm so happy. I'm in the right place. Uh, uh, I know. Can I just have a piece now? Just just breathe on me. <laughs> and so they're like, it'll be a few minutes, but we got some more wings and and, and uh, breast or thighs and breasts. They come out and dump fresh ones on right on top. I'm like, oh, I'm getting the freshies too. So I'm like, give me two thighs and a breast. So happy. I get my butter beans, black eyed peas, mac and cheese. You gotta get the goddamn mac and cheese, right? Charlotte gets something similar. Sean gets the pot roast, so we can kind of share or whatever. Bust it down, put a little bit of that trappy's hot sauce on that first bite or two. Ooh, weird. And as you gotta do, let me get a sweet tea. I got that sweet tea with it. You know, it's the syrupy. You gotta suck kind of hard on the straw to get it out of there. Dude, that's first sweet tea went down quick. So you order the sweet tea first, you take a sip, and then you go, Can I get a half and half tea? I need to cut this a little yeah. bit. Uh-uh. Nope. It no, was yeah. sweet tea and it was lemonade. <laughs> And they had Hennessy and four other kinds of liquor above the counter. And I didn't see them at first. Went back to SWT. I was like, some of those bottles have pour spouts, some don't. But they're all at various le- like levels of. And I was like, if it wasn't Sunday, I'd have been like, what's a shot of Henny go for? Because our bill was 54 bucks for, th- for three meals. But we got all the extra stuff. And we got like the flat cornbread thing. Not a hoe cake, but even flatter than that. Look, it was. I knew I had to drive next. So I was like, I can't. I can't yeah, go through all this. Can't go too hard I take, on the car. So I, I go thigh, breast, and I'm going into the other thigh, and I take like a small bite and was like, nope, this is a bad idea. I better, I better stop it here if I'm going to stay awake yeah. on my entire yeah. drive back. But, but I had pounded a sweet tea and a half. So I'm like, I'm going to, I'll get us 45 minutes from here before I crash. <laughs> uh, not physically, just mentally and emotionally. Because <laughs> I slept in a seven year old child's bed the night before. And uh, I don't know if y'all have ever seen me in public. I'm a little bit bigger than a seven-year-old. So I had to sleep at an angle in the bed because my feet didn't touch the headboard and the footboard. Could you go corner to corner? Corner to corner on these flat little tiny pillows. I love my cousin. Thank God he put up blinds this time and winter treatment. But I didn't sleep real good. So I'm already a little tired. And we walk in the car and Sean goes, I'll drive. And I was like, oh, he wants to drive because his game is coming on at 3 o'clock. He wants to make the best time. And I was like, and he's one of the people I trust wholeheartedly with all of me to drive. Charlotte, too. Rare for, you know, a sister. Um, but so I'm like, all right, Charlotte, you're going to pass out for sure. She's like, I'm not going to pass out. I'm like, 10 minutes. Didn't take that. We didn't go on the interstate first. He's, oh, you should have took over on. So I was like, let me sit in the front so I can, I can talk to him and we yeah, can, you yeah, know, yeah. it's your job. It's raining. It's, we were a little hungover. You, you the, the, the shotgun job, keep the, keep, the, keep the driver awake. That's respectful. You don't yeah. just jump in shotgun and then fall asleep on the and person. So I was for 45 minutes. I'm great. We're talking about Stetson. We're talking about the game. We're trying to find the people that aren't going to play in the game for him. And then I took seven two-minute naps. <laughs> I would kind of pass out for a minute, and my phone would vibrate, and I'd wake back up. And then, seven two-minute <laughs> And talk to him for a few minutes. And we'd come back, whoa, we're in Metter. Oh, shit, we're at the way station. And just kept in and out napping. Like, I, wasn't hey, asleep. I wasn't asleep. I wasn't asleep. 
Sorry, I pulled the curtain off there, y'all. <laughs> hot tittied Christ. That's the longest you've uh, had that wig on. I tell you where I was not hot was at the, at this at this soul food restaurant. Charlotte sits on one side of the table and she's like, "Nope, not here," and switches sides. I'm like, "Why?" And I am oh, directly yeah. under the vent, and I'm like, "I'm tough." I finished my meal with my hoodie on. <laughs> my hood on my hoodie. Really? See, when I'm in a restaurant like that, I'd rather be under it because any amount. I don't of want salt, my food to get cold. Uh, so every time, like, I would, I would close the box. I eat it too fast for it to get cold. No, there wasn't. Also, just an interesting side note. Um, we're sitting there eating, and all of a sudden, behind us, we like, a staff member walks by as one, one of the cooks, and we hear clink, clink, and I'm like, the oh, a gumball machine. That's how you know you're in Dublin, Georgia. Active gumball machine. Someone getting gumball. And Charles was like, I didn't even see it. I was like, he'll be back in 10 minutes when that flavor wears off. Because gumball machine gumball sucks. It's, like it's almost as bad as fruit stripe? Fruit stripe? No. Uh, uh, baseball card gum. Baseball card like gum the doesn't have flavor in it's the It's like the, the rind of debris. It tastes like cardboard and broken dreams. It doesn't have flavor in cardboard the Cardboard and strikeouts. Yeah. It's like cardboard and strikeouts. <laughs> well, guys, thank you. It's been a good week. Next week, we got Travis coming on. Going to be fun. Um, I'm sure some Karens and Darrens will happen. It feels like it's going to be Karen weather this week. It's going to be kind of rainy, kind of cold, but I feel like it's. I, I, I feel a strong Karen presence in a the air. A strong sense of a Karen. Yes, because we and we have a little Karen story. Is that is that? Do you want to do the envelope thing real quick? Where are we at? Sixty-five. You want to knock it out real quick? Or you want to wait? Let's wait. Okay, cool. We got a little a little tease. We had a, we have a, a customer taunting the server with. Guess what your tip's going to be? Here's a couple envelopes. you got to pick one to find the right tip. Yeah, that has to be a whole segment next week. Yeah, because yeah. that is some bull yeah. Karen shit. All right. Do you have the F count over there? It's okay. I've got it. Do you? Because I have zero. You have zero. What do you have for me? Zero. I have two. I have two. I said one on this segment, and I said, fuck, on the first segment, and it was like, God, I almost, I almost pulled it in. I mean, I have zero F count. I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, you have zero. I think Kelly said one. He was like, I fucking love titties. I do. <laughs> he did. Voice. He is the first winner. No, I won. I had two. But, but per word spoken, Kelly murdered me. Per ca- F per capita. He, he killed me like I was a pair of titties. A moose and a pair of titties. We love you guys. We love you guys. We'll see you next week. We'll see you next week.